The Dad presents Episode 8. O.J. Simpson has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast. It all starts right now. What would happen if I'd go on Twitter and I'd start complaining to the NBA? There's not enough representation of short white guys who can't run very fast in the NBA. Mm, they tell you to go play for Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Dad Presents Episode 8. We're bringing you parenting, parenthood advice. At its very finest, I'm joined today by Jay Maddie. What's going on, B? And of course, this dog. What's popping? <laughs> Whoa, number eight. Show number eight. Getting still good feedback from you guys. Enjoying all of the feedback, all the responses, even if they're bad, we'll, we we take it. You know, we we hear stuff from time to time. Yeah, we got some people calling dog out last week. Oh, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> this is first that you heard about it. Damn. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's a hard. It's hard. We'll get to that later. Over. Yeah, we will. Okay, that'll be good. So, as always, we always check in, kind of feel the temperature of everyone in the room. Jay, Maddie, what's going on in your neck of the woods? I'm good, man. It's Thanksgiving week. I get to go home and, you know, hang with the family back east. That's going to be good. Good chaos. You know, we all stay in one house. Be a good time. This past weekend, was at a wedding. And, you know... You're always at weddings. Yeah, well, you know, hey, you know, we're popular. We're fun. (laughs) We we get invited places. Sure. But, um... Once, but go ahead and then never, never repeat. As as a as a a white middle aged man at a wedding, sure. And all the weddings I go to nowadays are are mixed weddings. You know, yeah. mixed meaning it's not usually two white people. It's usually some Filipinos, some black people, whatever. Yeah, this is California, kind of like a potpourri. Yeah, yeah. And as a middle aged white man at a wedding, when the dance music comes on, oh boy, it's just it's almost a lose lose situation. <laughs> Because if you don't get up and dance, then you're that lame middle-aged dad. Yeah. And if you get up and dance, then all the people of color be, you know, like snickering behind your back and pointing at the goofy middle-aged white guy and making faces, even if you're a better dancer than 70% of them, sure. which, which I typically am. Mm, doubtful, but well, please you, you, haven't, you haven't seen my moves. I got moves. Okay. So, I mean, the only way to win in that scenario is, number one, you got to be undeniably great, like Justin Timberlake, and mm-hmm. you know I'm not quite at that level. Or you just have to not give a fuck. Yeah, and that's what I do. I just don't give a fuck. That's the way to go. I, yeah, have, that's have a good the way time to weddings. go. I always have a good time at weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even if you if you don't know what you're doing and you're going out and you're losing your mind, minorities can get behind that because you're you're putting forth an effort. And minorities they kind of like get behind it. They, they kind they they like. You know, cheer you on and whatnot, but they're they're still kind of mocking you. They're laughing a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. but I, I can live with that. After Finally. all the slavery, it's a pretty good payback, right? <laughs> I mean, you get laughed at at weddings. People were slaves, so it's a trade off. You I, guys win again. Yeah, except <laughs> except none of the people laughing at me were actually slaves. But I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> they have slave blood in them. Yeah, sure doggy. Yeah. What 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 are you up to? Shit, man. You know, I went to uh, the Microsoft Center to see uh, Snoop Dogg's play. Man, he had a play called uh, fucking. Uh, when a dog has his day or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a trip, man. I saw two chains there. Two chains. And I was taking a leak holding my horn in the bathroom, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I elbowed it with Big Boy. Oh. You know, like we just elbow, like, hey, the, you know, my the FM DJ guy? Yeah. yeah. My, okay. my hands on my horn, his hand is on his horn. Mm-hmm. So we just elbow, like, what's up, man? You know, and uh, other than while, that, while European, yeah, while I no, yeah. afterward, right yeah. afterwards, yeah, before I wash my hands. Wait, who's European? Did you check, did you check no, out his good. uh, his unit? How'd you compare to Big Boy? Oh, no, I didn't see it because it was you like, peeked you know, over. No, Come I on. did, everybody does. <laughs> you pay next know, to a guy named Big Boy, you gotta look, you gotta see if he, you know, it backs was, that shit up. You yeah. know, Tamar Braxton was in it, Eric Benet was in it. Uh, Omar Gooden was in it. I don't know who any of those people. Well, they're, Omar they're black Gooden's people. Cuba Gooden's uh, <laughs> Junior's brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it was, and uh, Eric Benet used to knock down uh, Holly Holly Berry. Yeah, they were married. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know that's what I did, man. I went out there, had some drinks, right? As usual. So you know this Mexican lady, you know, like I, I was about to order a drink. I wanted some top shelf tequila. Mm-hmm. So she was like. Uh, well, I said, do you have Don Julio Reposado? She said, no, we don't have Don Julio Reposado, but we have uh, some type of bullshit 
that was forty dollars a shot. She said Whoa. it's forty dollars a shot. Whoa. I said, hey, well, double me up. Whoa. You know, and keep it coming. Sapphire. So exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it was it was kind of cool. And um, you know, that's what I did, man. I went to the microphone. Forty dollars a shot is nothing for the dog. You, nah, you just well, rolled you out know, of Vegas with ninety large. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, it was like you know, like you could buy that shit at Bevmo for maybe a hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah, you I mean, know, but you know, you just had an I don't know, man. An event. I get the cheap, but it was cool. Good. I had a, that's what I did, man. I went to see Snoop. Snoop did a great job. He's mm-hmm. a good actor, and um, shit. Me and my wife went there, argued and shit. See, I got a bruise <laughs> on my arm. Also nar- normal. Yeah, yeah, just normal. And, yeah. uh that's it, man. We <laughs> had a blast. Sounds good. <laughs> a blast up and up until the fight. Um, okay, I my was trying end. to snatch her ring off her finger. Yeah, they said, "Give me my fucking ring back, twenty thousand dollar ring." That's how they. That's called play fighting. That's mm-hmm. cuddling, sure, in there. <laughs> so, let me tell you what I'm going through. Okay, so I come from a long line, a long history of, you know, living in apartments where I was the loud one in the apartment, and the people would go and tell on me with the landlord, and the landlord would come and threaten sure. to evict us, and you know, just years of that, right? So. When you move into your house and you become an adult and you're starting to grow up and all this other stuff. When's that going to happen? I did, never. I'm never going to grow up. I'm about four years old mentally. But anyway, I, I do a good impression of a grown-up occasionally. And so as a grown-up in my own house, in my own neighborhood, that sort of thing, every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while, I want to be the guy that points bad shit out to people, right? Well, you want to be the, the cranky old get-off-my-lawn guy. I do. Because, <laughs> and you see, it's not being mean or anything like that. But it's happened to me so often. It's payback. It's, you know, this is about payback. It's like reverse reparations. That Exactly. Yeah. So this is, okay, this, this story spans a couple years. So I'll bear with me, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Maybe give us the truncated version. Okay. So anyway, years ago, I had a, a neighbor move in the neighborhood. This has always been a predominantly black neighborhood up until the last five or so years. A Latino family moves in across the street from me. Okay. And... You know, no big deal, no problem. Love the Latinos, love everything about them, culture, the beauty of the Latino people. Love you, aye, Latino aye, people. Aye, aye. Get to it. Okay. You're kissing ass. So, love the idea of them moving in. One night, there's a car parked in front of their house, late, late at night, two, three in the morning, and these two people are arguing in the car. Okay. It wakes me up. I run out, I run to the window. I see that there's a car parked in front of their house, two people arguing, and you know, there's only a couple times you can be really racist. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning when someone wakes you up and you're like, those damn Latinos, right? Or if you're in a car accident, the person that hits you. Wait a minute. Does that work for white people, too? If it's 3 a.m., I, I, so. I can throw I out think you, if, if someone wakes if you up, if it applies, then I'll grant you that. I think you're wrong on that. I think, no. I think I, if uh, you're in a fight, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, and if you're in a car, like someone does something to you, cuts you off to where you almost crash... And then, it, because you become automatically racist, it, it comes out of your Not mouth. Me, and, man. I'm telling Maybe you. Okay, I'm automatically racist when those three <laughs> things happen. The first thing that comes out of my mouth—that's what the, when I see who they are. That's what I say. Anyway, so this goes on for I, you know, and I'm basically on the verge of calling police, and I'm losing. What? I'm, uh, yeah, you, but I was you never called the police. I was going to call the police. Oh damn! You see, it must have been bad. It was bad. It was loud. The whole thing, and so I'm getting ready to dial. And I'm sitting in their head. I'm like, there goes the neighborhood. These Latinos come in. They got the people arguing in front of their house and so on and so forth. And then my wife looks at the car and says, wait, honey, don't call the police. I said, what's up? She says, that's my brother. I knew that's where I was going. <laughs> I think I've heard this one. Oh, yeah. no shit. <laughs> so Damn. every racist thought in my head had to just sort of fizzle away. Because these were my, well, my wife's people, but by marriage, my people. And they were arguing. Him and his girlfriend were arguing in front of my house. So that is she Latino? No, both of them were black as fuck. <laughs> Certified, hundred percent, grade A black people arguing for the house. So anyway, fast forward to just now, or within the last couple of days. Okay, there's a car parked in front of my house, but it's parked in the middle of the street. And immediately, I turn to the people next to me who are white folks, and they're sort of bohemian hippie type folks who have a B. Uh, what is it? Air, um, what do you call it? Uh, Airbnb, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you think about that. But, you know, they have people in and out of their house, which could be annoying if you were, you know, really monitoring it. So as soon as I saw the car parked in the middle of the street, far away from the car, like three feet away from the car, I placed a call over to them. Hey, do you know who's, you know, just that real sort of 
supervisorial vo- voice, kind of demeaning. Do you know who parked in the middle of the street? No, no, we don't know. My wife calls me again. Oh, honey, that's a kid that we're going to let park his car in front of the house because um, he has to go to the airport. So both times my chance to be sort of the dictator of this neighborhood has failed. And I'm upset about it. So that's all I got. But that's, that's my story. All I'm right. sticking to it. Sorry, man. I know. I wanted to be racist, excusably, for just a, just a t- small point in time. I couldn't pull it off. I mean, you, you obviously haven't heard that black people are allowed to be racist whenever well, they want. Yeah, just, well, just, just roll with it. I'm right with it. Also, we asked for the truncated version of that story, and that was damn near nine minutes. Well, I, I, you know, as the star of the show, <laughs> I am due my time. As the star of the show. <laughs> I am due my as time. As the self-appointed hey, so star of the show. Do you have mm-hmm. Latinos across the street? I do. And they're beautiful people. Do they, they make tamales? I don't know. Is that racist to ask? Why don't you ask them? I love tamales. I had a tamale today. Yeah, I love homemade tamales. If you see that, you can't shows. Yeah, you can't start the question off. No, with, you can ask that. Not not off top. You have to like lean into it. You have to have something connected. I well, can't. You don't just go over, knock on their door, and say, "Hey, you guys make tamales." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you can't do it. <laughs> it's wrong. If they're over here, and you're socializing. Hey, you know, yeah, you, it's you guys got a good tamale recipe. You That's, can't do it. Fun. You have it has to be a lead in. Like, hey, yeah. you know, how's the weather? How sure. you guys doing? And, you know, work and everything. Yeah, they and, would almost have to bring it up. I'd be like if yeah. I started walking around this neighborhood, knocking on doors, just asking for uh, you know ethnic food, favorite favorite Kool Aid flavor. Yeah, that'd be bad. You can't <laughs> or do that. watermelon, watermelons, chickens, whatever. Hey, how about how about the parenting questions? Are you ready for that? Let's jump in there, please. Let's save All the right. show. Save the show. All right. So okay. I, I I had two that I specifically wanted to throw at Ben. We, ben Lee was supposed to be here today. He postponed till next week. We'll see you next week, Ben. Because he's a good dad, and he wanted to spend the time with his kids because they have off school this week. And but he's not a good enough dad to have known that ahead of time, I guess. <laughs> but uh, so I'm, I'm going to save those. So I got two others. Okay. Um, so we got uh, David. Mm-hmm. David writes and he asks, he says, my 10-year-old son and my 6-year-old daughter still bathe together. Okay. I don't love this, but my wife thinks it's fine, and she's the one bathing them, and it saves her time. Sure. What do you think? I think they're too old. You Me. think they're too old? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're too old. What, what would you say the cutoff is, dog, in terms of age? Three. <laughs> man i got yeah. pictures you know. from my childhood with me in the bathtub with the whole goddamn neighborhood but look at like you seven now. of us look at you now that's right that's exactly <laughs> yeah, that's that's point point made <laughs> sure what about you b no i what i think i think I, I tend to lean dogs i think it's a little uh too late in life to be having a 10 and a six you know in the bath together but i will say this if he's wearing swimming trunks and she's wearing a bathing suit, is I don't know how much you can get clean in, in that. Like, it kind of defeats the purpose yeah. of the bath. <laughs> then that's it. But no, 10 and 6 is a little, at least for me, you kind of cringe when you hear that. Yeah. And I, there's empathy for your wife because bathing two kids is got to be the hardest thing, one of the hardest things ever, especially at the same time. And you want to do it at the same time because you're trying to, you know, at least be able to curl up with a good book or watch, I don't know, This Is Us, like most Americans, I guess. Um. It's a little too old, uh, and I'm guessing you. I'm guessing you, you, you guys are so old school. Man. Yeah, I'm guessing you're not at home. Glad you're not my parents. I'm guessing, uh, and I'm sorry, our our listener. One more time, his name is David. David, David. I'm guessing you're not at home. Um, I don't know if it's better to do a shower with one and a bath with the other, or with a or you know, like with one of those handle spray shower things with one, and the, it's just a little old. You cringe and. There's not a real cutoff age in my head, but it, when you hear that, you sort of just cringe. So I, I tend to side with David on that. Maddie, I, ha- I think you're going to have an opposite. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, my kids are nine and six, and they still bathe together. So here's the first thing, David. Now, they're both boys. Yeah, Slightly different. different. Yeah. All right, here's the first thing, David. Your kids are 10 and six. Why the fuck is your wife giving them a bath? They're old enough to do Good it point. themselves. Didn't think All of right? that. Good they point. need to do it themselves. My kids have been bathing themselves for about four years since they were, I don't know, five and two, maybe mm-hmm. five and three, something mm-hmm. like that. Get them to bathe themselves. The, we over-parent kids these days. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend, my kids, nine and six, I left them at home alone for 20 minutes and went to the grocery store. Now, don't <laughs> tell my wife that because she'll have my balls. <laughs> but the point is... Kids are capable of doing so much more than we let them do. You don't need to be bathing your 10-year-old and your 6-year-old. They can do that themselves. You don't need to be pouring them a glass of milk. They can go to the kitchen and get their own milk. You know, get your kids to do some shit. 
Yeah. What are you guys looking at? Somebody's pulling in my driveway, and I don't know who it is. All Can right. you see well, who's pulling in my need to go, uh, <laughs> Do I need to throw these bows? So let me know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Continue. Ready. Do I need All to right. pull my pistol? I'm going to keep going, David, while oh. B. It's my so father-in-law. Seem, uh, okay. You know, right. the same thing happens. Every time I think there's trouble, it's one yeah. of my own people. I, I saw you got, you got that look on your face. You're ready to go. Yeah, it was, it was time. All right. So, number one, tell them to take their own bath. Sure. Number two, it's... It's a little weird when it's a 10-year-old boy and a 6-year-old girl. So I would say don't let them bathe together at that age alone because you just don't know. You know, there's situations where a big brother abuses, you know, his younger sibling. And you don't want to think that of your own kids. But sometimes the abuse is just like simple curiosity. Sure. You know what I mean? But that, that could scar the girl. So I wouldn't let them bathe together alone. But if your wife does insist on bathing them... Bathing them together is perfectly fine. Now, when the kid's nuts drop and he's got armpit hair, that's when it's too late. But as long as as long as they're kids, prepubescent, it's fine. Now, if, if the question is if you're going to make them stop, and your wife um, wants to continue doing this, how do you go about that? That's another question altogether. But I don't know. Good luck with that. Number two, we're going to go on. Do you guys have anything else to add? No, to? thank no, you, Dave. We hope we helped. But hey, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. There you go. We got a second uh, question from a female. Dun, da, da, da. Oh, yeah. yeah. Katie. Now, this, this is a hey, tough Katie. one. What's up, girl? This is why we only get one or two every month from the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Creeps. Me too, every lady who comes up in here. Thank you so much, Katie. All right, Katie. Katie says, I'm a single mom, mm-hmm. and my 11-year-old son doesn't listen to a word I say. Mm-hmm. He doesn't listen to his teachers. The only person he listens to is his dad, and his dad only sees him once a month or so. Mm-hmm. How can I get this situation under control? Okay, hmm. you need to beat his ass. There you go. Yeah, that's 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 last part. Whoop his ass. Yeah. He's gonna cry, mm-hmm. but he's gonna respect you. Mm-hmm. Eleven well, years old, though, you don't. It you is hard to whip somebody. To. Eleven years old, you know, depending on how big she is, but whip his ass. Hit him on his ass real. Hard on his actual ass because you know it's like tender there, you know it's like a cushion. So hit him on his ass really hard, Katie, and check his ass and let him know. Man, I'm so you glad wear our the listeners balls. have me to to check down to on these questions. Go ahead, B. <laughs> no, I think that's you're getting now to your last option, and if he's not listening in school, it's 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 a pattern. He's not gonna. If he's a kid that doesn't listen, he's not going to listen to you and then uh, not listen at school or vice versa. He's going to be that way until he's stopped. And I'm sure you've tried to reason at this point and everything else. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't be asking us. Um, this is where spanking comes into play. Now, the thing is, it's, it's tough because... And he's ass, 11. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's he might exactly be bigger than her. Yeah, because he's bigger than you. And the thing you want to... You got to figure out if you physically can handle him because if he's ignoring you, the next step is to, will he get violent with you? And yeah, that's, I got, that's I got fucked issue. up at 11. Yeah. And I got fucked up, but that you, you had a dad in the house. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, but the dad has to take over. That, that's that the next thing. He's going to have to, yeah, no, once a month, that one time a month, he's going to have to yeah, whip that, his ass. That's not sufficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you have to, involve the father at some point even if it's monthly it, it may be important enough for him to take time to say hey you know what whatever it is that's keeping me out of his life for you know except for once a month i need to be at least uh t- semi-permanent for a moment to work this out to get hit into his head that's that, ideal but it doesn't sound like that's an option it, and, it and, might and, not and you know there's single mothers all over the place they gotta mm-hmm. be able to handle this on their own they do yeah but it, you know what mm-hmm. well, my uh father told me mm-hmm. my mother and father were separated and I was a little bit over 11. Mm-hmm. And I fell out with my mother. And my father told me, you know, that's still your mother. Mm-hmm. You know, he sided with my mother. Sure. Like, you know, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Exactly. Motherfucker. Yeah. Just like that. So Drop exactly. That so they that stole that from your dad? No. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> but he just Copyright. said it just straight <laughs> up. Copyright. Like, you know, motherfucker. I, you know, basically he's looking at me like, look. I'm siding with your mother. I know you're cool with me, but hey, that's your mother. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but that's not helpful to her situation. Well, I mean, the father, so. the father has to. You know, the thing is, even if he's not present, he's got to be enough of a man, enough of a father to be able to defend the, the boy's mother. Ideally, yeah. And, but but if he's not, 
then what she has to do, what you have to do there, Katie, is look for a male figure that, you know, is, I, you know, I don't want to scare the shit out of him, but is imposing who, you know, he would respect and who maybe is could be a fixture in his life. I don't know if that's a boyfriend. I don't know how comfortable you feel with that. Yeah. I don't know if you're dating. I don't know any if, of that. If you're dating, Katie, but just, oh, girl. the issue with that 11-year-old boy and you going physical, which would be my first response, is that you have to be careful because you don't know how far that 11-year-old will go, especially if he's about the same size you are. Man, hand off the ball, damn it. Okay, go, Maddie. All right. Problems don't get solved with violence. They just don't, okay? Mm-hmm. Problems don't get solved with violence. Now, mm-hmm. now, if if I go home tonight and I put my wife over my knee and I slap her ass because she's misbehaving, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? You guys mm-hmm. are going to have sex. Well, we might. We might. <laughs> but if she was mad at me yeah. when that started... That's spousal abuse. Sure. Right? Why is that spousal abuse? If, if I come in here and you're being a dickhead mm-hmm. and I slap you across the face, mm-hmm. are you going to go to the cops? No, we're no, handling that shit right gonna here. Your you're going you're gonna to handle it. <laughs> you're going to defend yourself. But if I hit a woman, it's spousal abuse. Sure. Now, why would it be spousal abuse? Yeah, well... Why? You're, you're, because she's smaller than yeah. me mm-hmm. and she can't defend herself. Mm-hmm. So when you go and you start slapping around your child, how is that any different? It's worse, if anything. Yeah, but... As, as you mentioned on a previous podcast, is that the spanking w- yes, works? Yes, in okay. in some instances. Yes. So here's where I'm going with that. Okay. Spanking is a very very last resort. It sure. should be something you do maybe once, maybe twice ever because it, it's violence. No matter mm-hmm. how you want to sugarcoat it, it's violence. You're yes. hitting your kid. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's not that's not how you want to teach your kid to. To learn, that's not how you want to teach your kid to um, be with others. That that you know you're bigger and stronger than your kid, so that makes you the boss. And if he's bigger and stronger than some kid at school, that makes him the boss. Or just slap that kid around. It's not the message you want to give. This mm. is a white at perspective. Sa- sure, whatever. I got spanked. I got spanked. You didn't get beat. I didn't get okay. At the same time, kids were animals, right? Yeah. People are animals, and in any animal group. Um, there's there's an alpha. Mm-hmm. If you look at wolves, there's an alpha who they all look up to and who they all answer to. Um, and that goes with every animal kingdom. We're no different. So yeah. there's got to be an alpha. So she needs to establish herself as the alpha. There are ways to do that without hitting. Women typically are not as good at establishing themselves as the alpha because women typically don't have to be the alpha. Mm-hmm. But she but has to have that in her character yes but the way she can do this now if she let it go until 11 years old it's gonna be hard to turn the ship around yeah Mm -hmm. but it's still it's still doable until puberty i think it's still doable yeah you just punish the shit out of him and see what my wife will do start taking shit away sure my wife will threaten a punishment Mm -hmm. and maybe 20 percent of the time she'll carry it out and then of that 20 percent of the time she carries it out she lets him off the hook 50 percent early yeah you've got to Tell him, if you don't do A, if you raise your voice to me again, son, I'm taking your iPad for a week. Mm-hmm. The next time he raises his voice, take his goddamn iPad for a week. You, mm-hmm. don't, you don't give him one more chance. You, you've got to make him respect you and your words. If he, you know, he wants to do something with his friends and he needs money, don't mm-hmm. give him the money. If he, you know, just yeah. establish yourself with the, as the alpha. Yelling at him, not going to get the trick done. No. Yelling never works. No. And if you can't do it by punishing and taking things away, then ultimately you got to beat him. Bring out the hammer. Yeah, you this, beat is, this is a. But that's a one-time new, thing, and that's that. And if that one-time thing does not work, you're fucked. So make sure that's day. your last. This is a new day. Yeah, Jay Maddie. Back in the day, let me tell you one quick story because I know we got to move on. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, look, man, it was like my pops would whip the shit out of me <laughs> to where I couldn't even go to school. Yeah, that's he didn't good, even though. want you, me to go that, to. You think that's good? Yeah, I needed it. I mm. think it's good. Yeah. Did it? Did it straighten you out? Yeah, it is. Did it? Yeah, it'll. It will work. At yeah. the time, mm-hmm. did it? At the time, mm-hmm. it straightened me out. At the time, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it. It just. It, it was just like like when I lost my father. I was young. Mm-hmm. I was eighteen years old. So, but at the time, I was like, God damn, mm-hmm. I don't want to see my dad again. <laughs> you know, because my mom used to always be like, well, "Shit, you got to answer to your dad." And then I used to be like, oh, shit. You, yeah, you stepped it's in. It's all it. fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
No, because you know? I'm in some instances with you. Well, no, yeah, you couldn't even play basketball. Yeah, because I was. You got your grades up. Spanking, yeah, would whip your ass. Spanking and hitting can be effective, but it's effective in the way that you now fear that parent. Yeah. And you, res- you respect them and you listen to them because you fear them. Mm-hmm. But you only respect them and fear them for as long as you fear them. So mm-hmm. when you're bigger than dad, all that shit's out the window. Yeah. There's other ways to get your kids respect. And there's yeah. other wa- I- I'm just saying that's your last option. No, it is. It's always the last option. The only mm-hmm. issue, I think, with her, and I, like all, everything Maddie said is correct. There's nothing wrong about what he said. If you can find another way to do it, by all means, great. I think her issue may be time. Is it... But every day or every moment that passes that this kid doesn't get dealt with, um, she loses ground. Yeah, once he hits middle school, fucking forget about it. So she may need a quick belt or a quick, you know... Uh, uh, what a phone cord! I got beat by a phone cord one time. That was, that was that was not fun. Shit. Phone cord, belt, what have you? Yeah. Wow, we won't I can't even it. picture that. Yeah, it was yeah, Shit. It was hardcore. Yeah, phone cords, belts, whatever you have handy. My parents were were very strict, but I don't. I mean, I got spanked a few times, but mm-hmm. I don't recall anything severe. Well, yeah, you. I got I got beat up by a teacher in second grade. Mm-hmm. That's different. Now, black people have to be resourceful. They have Shit. to grab whatever's near them. I got hit by my father mm-hmm. for me just saying, you know, I'm scared of the dog. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. And he whipped my ass, telling me to get my ass back out there. Well, here, here's different. how I feel about all that in general. I feel like in society, we're, we keep progressing, we keep evolving, we keep finding better ways to do new things. Mm-hmm. And I think... Spain, uh, yeah, everybody our age has a story about how they were whooped by their parents. That doesn't mean it's the best way to raise no. kids. doesn't mean our parents were abusive, because no. that's what they knew. Mm-hmm. But we're getting better at this yeah. sure. in some ways. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we covered it. I hope that helps, Katie. Way to go, Katie. Thanks. Thank a- you, ask Katie. Ask more questions. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, we got any other questions? Hey, man, who got beef no, with good. me? Who has beef? Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Somebody got beef with the dog. Uh, uh, oh, boy. Tell me what's happening, Jamie. What, okay, I'll just I'll just I'll just give him the most revealing comment. You one, can paraphrase. One person, and this person was a black man, which is I find ironic. Yeah, this is funny. Said he does not appreciate us having one. How do, what exactly did he say? He said that, that we have one black on the show. Token black. Yeah. One token yeah, black, on, black the on the show. There's me? two of us, yeah. by the way. There are two of us. <laughs> he called me the token, token black. black. Yes. I guess yeah. he thought you were behaving too stereotypically for the way black men. Yeah. And, and what language. What La, the last You don't show. know what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was all kind of shit. Yeah. You were you a little bit liquored up the last one. So oh, yeah. we're okay. going to give you a pass on that. Yeah. And, you know. I appreciate the comments. I appreciate And the to feedback. that guy, well, I forget that guy's name. Uh, it, was a black, it was a black name, but to him, what if is you're a, listening. What exactly is a black name? You know, like Jerome, <laughs> Jamal, Shan, Shaniqua. His and, name was Shaniqua. Anything with like Shaniqua more than four vowels in it. But, uh, to him, yes, we got two black guys on this show. That is correct. In case you didn't notice, I filled out my membership. I re- didn't even know. Yeah, I renewed my membership just the other day, and I am black at least for another three to I five get, years. I guess, I guess, uh, dog is a token black, and you're not yeah. black enough. Yeah, don't let the smooth taste of my voice fool you. Ooh. And then what else, Jay Maddie? <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. But that was good. that's good for the feedback. Yes, and I appreciate the feedback. Way yes. to handle that. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and we drink a little that's bit. You, on, that's how you take that. Of yeah. course. Yeah. We drink a little bit on this show occasionally because that's who we are in real life. And sometimes you catch us on the end of one, and that's where, where what happened last last time. But we'll do better, folks, we swear. All right, uh, what's going on in the world? We were supposed to have Ben Lee in today, so now we got to fill that time. Yeah, we do. Um, I only got a couple things, but um, <laughs> this is funny. Okay, so a man was arrested. I think it's in Georgia. Uh, okay, man arrested after he threatened to blow up a bathroom. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he found out that we found out later that he said that he was only talking about taking a shit, like blowing it up. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> that's just a lingo. The police did not buy his um, well, his did alibi. Have, did he have bombs story. on him? Um, I don't think he had bombs on him. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so. They, you know, they're, they're making this a thing. He's going to go through, uh, you know, a whole... That's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, New Orleans. New Orleans man arrested at Willie's Chicken Shack. That's, that's the most New Orleans... <laughs> Willie! <thing. laughs> well, was this a black man? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you guess that. My blackness will not allow me to answer that. At Chicken Shack, Willie. Yeah. Chicken at Shack, Willie's Willie. Chicken Shack. <laughs> in, after New a, <laughs> in New Orleans. 
He claimed he was going to blow the bathroom up. The problem is the guy said he was about to do butt bombs, not an actual explosive. This is a real story. His name is 30. He's 30 years old. His name is Arthur Posey. Um, he was he's at Canal Street, world famous Canal Street in New Orleans. If you've ever been to New Orleans, you've been on Canal Street probably. Uh, employees told police that Posey made a violent threat against the place, allegedly saying that y'all about to close right now because <laughs> because I'm going to get a bomb and blow this place up. Now that's different. Well, if that's he said exactly I'm going to get a bomb, he said I'm get a bomb. Yeah, that's what they said. But it's All different right. if I'm going to take a shit. And I'm going to blow this place this up. up. Yeah. That's lingo. I'm going to go get a bomb and blow this place That's up. That's a little different. So when the police tracked him down, he claimed it was a giant misunderstanding, explaining he told staffers he was going to blow the bathroom up, meaning yeah. he was going to poop yeah. his brains out. And this, people, is why Ebonics is bad for the world. That's Yeah, you got to be specific, folks. Otherwise, you can get up in, just, pres- yeah, <laughs> in prison. Yeah. Two right. counts of communicating false information. Is that the charge? Two counts of communicating false information of a planned arson is the charge he got down in New Orleans. They charge people a lot differently than, I mean, I've heard of terrorist threats, but not communicating false information. So anyway, he's due back in court later this month. He'll try to convince the judge the allegations are, TMZ says this, a bunch of crap. All right. I got something I want to talk about. Go ahead. All right. So, so I uh, heard this on the on the radio today. Uh, a few weeks ago, that Chipotle lady lost her job. I believe we talked about it on the show because um, she wanted a customer to prepay. Ah, uh, saw that video. Was black. Yeah, saw oh, that right? yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we've we've gone through tons of these on the show. And what do I always say? What do I always say? You know what I always say. I don't ever yes, pay attention come, to you, do, you know, you know. I say, <laughs> so I say, probably, look, that looks bad. Yeah, but, but we don't know all the circumstances. All the facts, that's and correct. we rush to judge everyone a racist based nowadays. on the, that's video, the hip correct. thing to do. Yeah. Well, it turns out that this guy had a history at that re- restaurant of dining and dashing. Mm-hmm. He would just eat and leave. Yeah. Okay. And how can Chipotle, you do that at Chipotle though? I don't know, but yeah, that's bizarre. Chipotle went into his social media and pulled. Twitter messages and, and such that of him bragging about doing exactly that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they gave her the job back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's just another example. And it wasn't, you know, it didn't become a big story that, that it, it was wrong. She was wrongfully accused and that she's not a racist. It was a yeah. gigantic story when it happened. Mm-hmm. But where's the gigantic story now sh- showing that she was actually in the right? Well... It's it's not as exciting, obviously. <laughs> it's a much bigger story if she he was denied food because he's black. Right, that's the problem. But the, yeah, I I have a question. Like, dog, like, how do you get Dying Chipotle dash. food? Yeah, from Chipotle because they know, hand man, it. To I don't you. Not that like it's numero yeah, uno. I love Chipotle. When they uh, feed you first, but Chipotle, you gotta. Really? Is that the one where you go to the counter and you point? Yeah, you point the stuff. Uh, they make the food and you right. go to the cash they, register. They, what do you, you snatch grab it from the cash register and run? Oh wow! Well, if that's the mm-hmm. case, she should have called the police. Right yeah, away. that's that's more of a thing. Okay. You don't let him kept doing. It. But well, yeah. if she would have called the police right away, it'd be a video of that, probably. Sure. You know, like she I said, if be. if he did all that stuff, then of course, you know, he he's did. wrong they, for that. I mean, they they put up the the, the thing, messages. Yeah. But no, then that's absolutely wrong. You don't you know get to dine and dash and you know, yeah. But that that is a good instance of that not looking like or not being truthful to the video. So that. That is good. You can't rush to judgment, folks. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly. You can't rush to judgment when you see a man of color in a Chipotle, and you can't rush to judgment when you see one of these videos where people look ridiculous. You got to get the whole story. Or when you think a neighbor is outside your house in an argument. Yeah, you were that about could, to rush to judgment right there. That could be your brother-in-law. That's right. Could be. That's right. Get the tamales. Get, get the whole story. <laughs> get the whole get story. tamales. Uh, anything else? What you got? Um... I, I my my uh, Mensa card came in the mail oh, on uh, shit, Friday. So mm-hmm. arrogant shit. Just want to show you that. Yeah, that's it's nice. not arrogant. Right. That's just you know. That's just this is what that's it is. Fact. Congratulations, right Jane Espley, yeah, yeah. Mensa. Mensa. Thank you very much. Congratulations, uh, white man. Maybe we should put. We got to promo that for the I show. Think we, I think I want to get the founder of Mensa in here. Have a little. That'd be good. Yeah. We could talk about how much you bribed him to give you the membership <laughs> <laughs> in the Mensa. But we should put oh, that on our on our promos for the podcast and say we have a Mensa member. Yeah. On the team. Describe Absolutely. Mensa, Jay Maddie. Yeah. Yeah, for the, for the non Mensas out there. Mensa is a uh, genius society. Yeah. You have to go and uh, take a test and prove that you're a genius. And apparently, you guys are in the presence of genius. Oh. Okay, so. that's real good. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm not impressed. But no, congratulations, Jay Maddie. We yeah, will start promotioting. Everyone should know that we have a Mensa member 
on our podcast. I, I mean, I would say Mensa Genius member, but you can just say Mensa member. I'm going to just stick with the Mensa member. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mensa member on our podcast, you're getting advice from. So I don't know if that weighs, you know, influences you one way or another, but there you have it. Yeah. He's, he's that guy. I got another one. Okay. Um, so on Twitter, you know, turning around on Twitter, some people are upset about Spider-Man being black. <laughs> Always, yeah. And, here's, and then there's... There were some people upset about that, and then there were a bunch of people upset about the people who were upset about him being black. Yeah. Here's my whole deal with that. Mm-hmm. This is, only happens in America. This sure. is definitely a first world problem. Yeah. If you give a shit what color an imaginary superhero is, <laughs> your life is too easy. Your life is too good. Yeah. And if you give a shit that someone else gives a shit what color Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. likewise, your life is too easy. Your life is too good. In in Congo, in Venezuela, nobody cares. In India, nobody gives a fuck what color Spider Man is, mm-hmm. and nobody gives a fuck if their neighbor cares what Spider Man's color is, mm-hmm. and the neighbor doesn't care what color Spider Man is because he's too busy trying not to die from malaria. Yeah, no, it you know it's it's. I wish pu- I was over there. I can get my dick sucked. Uh, you can get that anywhere. Uh, no, but over there for cheap. <laughs> well, it is a bargain. Yeah. But no, the thing is, the racist problem is America's, I mean, that's what we're famous for. That's like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like, France is famous for, you know, romance. We're famous for racism. That's our... I thought France was famous for chicks with hairy pits. That too. That's what I thought I was thinking. Romance and chicks with hairy pits. And the Eiffel Tower. Those three things. But, no, that's what we do. And, I mean, and it's not the first time. It's, I mean, when uh, the last... It's just so silly. Yeah, the Star Wars. When... um, the guy, the black uh, actor in Star yep. Wars from, from England, yep. people went crazy because yep. they're saying this isn't consistent with the story of but, Star Wars. Yeah, but he's the, black. The people and, getting upset about the people getting upset are just as they're equally ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I mean, if 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 you came in here and you are all upset because in the next rendition of what was the black superhero movie. Black Panther. Wakanda, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Black Panther. And they made Black you Panther white. <laughs> and you made Black and they made Black Panther white in yeah. part two. And yeah. you're upset. I'd be like, all right, B's upset, mm-hmm. whatever. I want to g- get mad at you for being upset. Yeah, I'd I just be think a, you're silly. I think I'd have a right to be upset if they <laughs> made Black Panther white. Would you really give a shit? <laughs> yes, I would. That, uh-huh. Because it was made. Just as bad as these Spider-Man no, people. Be, no, no, no. It's totally different. If you make a superhero and he's black and he's Black Panther and the whole thing is about him being black and then all of a sudden you come back and he's white, then yeah, that's a problem. But if well, I guess the whole story was about yeah, it's him about being him black. being you that was know, a bad example. Yeah, Who, who's the other one on uh, Luke Cage? What if Luke Cage season two he's a white guy? I know? don't think I'd mind that much because yeah, it's not it's not you know yeah. uh, needed for the script. I don't right, know. he could be a strong white guy beating people up or a strong Latino. Yeah, yeah but or, that'd be crazy know. if he went from uh, season one from a black guy to a white, white guy. Well. It would oh, be, uh, you know, it, even though they cut that show anyway, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. But um, what is it? I mean, the same thing with Idris Elba and James Bond. There was all this heat about, oh, we can't have a black James Bond, and you're like, well, why? He's actually really isn't he from London or England or somewhere? He's English, London. right? Yeah, okay, British. same thing. Yeah, so Who I don't said know. We can't have a black James Bond. Lots of people, lots people, of people, are pissed people off. People are fucking losers. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to say to those people. Who gives a shit? Get a life. Get a hobby. You know. Pick up, pick up a hobby that like I, I have more hobbies than I can use. Let mm-hmm. me give you one. Yes. You know what I mean? Why do you care what color James Bond is? It's just silly, and I'm I'm tired of um, you know I'm on social media because I I have a following and I enjoy it and it gives me an audience who listens to me. Whereas my wife stopped doing that mm-hmm. the day after I put the <laughs> ring on her finger, <laughs> sure. so I enjoy it. But it gets a little more annoying. Every month of the past couple of years, we're, ever, we're so racially sensitive about everything. And it's not, it's all sides. Mm-hmm. And it's just getting worse. And it's ridiculous. See, and he, let me show you the, the black perspective, if I could. So it, going back to the Star Wars thing, or even, you know, the James Bond thing or whatever. So you get hit, if you're a black actor and you get hit for being in Star Wars and being black, you get that from the non-black community. Inside the community, you get the people like Samuel L. Jackson, who I love, but he criticized that they were that, that for Get Out, the movie Get Out, they used a black English actor. And you're sitting there saying, well, the what fuck does that matter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why does that matter? He wants to be in the motherfucker. That's what I mean, mean, he's been in like every movie ever. But he uh, basically suggested that Jordan Peele's, you know, the movie Get Out, 
Um, the actor in it is the British guy Daniel Kaluuya, and I hope Kaluuya. I think I'm saying that right. Um, he could have been the movie could have benefited from having an American actor in its lead. He said that. There's yeah, a lot of black, and they yeah. could have hired a pygmy from the Congo. What fucking difference does it make? They could hire yeah. Samuel Jackson. I mean, this dude's been in every movie since 1995. Mm-hmm. Seriously, he has to complain about this. Well, that's what he said. He says, a There's life. a lot of British actors in these so movies. Lame. I tend to wonder. I tend to wonder what that movie Get Out would have been if American Brother had really, who could really feel. Well, it couldn't have been any more overrated than it was because that movie was the most overrated movie of the year. I liked the movie. I liked the movie. It was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. It wasn't a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Good, right? Mm, yeah, I, I, I mean, it wasn't. I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but I think yeah. that it it made you think, and I think that's that's. I thought, I thought the premise was awesome. Sure, I thought they could have done a better job with the execution. To be honest, I think it. I, I think it was. Good. It, it wasn't something. And, I, and if I see it on TV, I'll watch it again. I'll, I'll watch parts of it again. Um, you know, like I said, it, I don't think it's award winning necessarily, but it did make, make yeah. me think, and it was entertaining, and it freaked my parents just, out. Yeah, it just didn't really challenge my Mensa brain. Oh, enough. that might be it. We're yeah. all dummies watching movies. Oh, no, the funny thing, my parents watched. Ooh, it. I'm having so much fun with this. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 it's expiring soon. By the way. But March, it's gonna yeah. till March. <laughs> You're gonna be so much dumber by March. This, that thing's gone. But no, my parents watched Get Out, and they actually called me, and I said, "Well, did you finish it?" They said, "No, it got too spooky, and it was night, so we're gonna watch it during the day." And I was like, oh, "Wow, my goodness. <laughs> you guys are scared of the dark, and the dark people didn't get out apparently." But yeah, so that's that. That that's our view on um, black actors, black British actors playing different roles. I don't know how he got on that, but that's how doesn't we, matter. It doesn't matter. Um, you got anything else? I got a bunch of stuff, but okay. you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, okay. This is the thing I, you know, Laker fan, huge Laker fan. Very happy that I'm they're sorry about that for playing, you. playing well with LeBron. Mm, they're playing all right. Buff 500. Mm, so great. Looking good. You know, they got, might make the playoffs. Picked up Tyson Chandler. I think is a Ooh. key pickup of one of the year. I thought he was great in the Hall defense. of Fame. Tyson they, they Chandler. him out of the Hall of Fame? Tyson Chandler. Is he like 50 years old now? Dude, he's 36. Are there 30, any <laughs> in the Hall of Fame? No. There certainly are. Elton Brand. Or not um, Elton Brand. Oh. Elton Brand is not in the Oh, what's his name? The, the old GM. Michael Cage? Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. As a, yeah, as a Laker. Oh, yeah. as a Laker. No. Yeah. He was a Clipper, too. A Laker, no. no, he never played for the Clippers. He played no. for the Clippers? No. No, he didn't. He was a GM yeah. for the Clippers. He never played for the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, No, there are no... There, let me answer. Griffin's going to be in there. DJ's going to be in there. Chris Paul is going to be in there. And Montrez Harrell is going to be in there. Oh, you take ownership of Chris Paul for the Clippers to be... Usually you're bashing Chris Paul. I can't stand Chris Paul, but he's going to be in there. Okay, so anyway, during the Laker game, uh, they're playing the Magic. Um, the folks with the Orlando Magic uh, who run the stadium had some fun with uh, Laker fans that showed up. Because, you know, as you know, huge teams tend to do, they draw uh, all across the country. No matter where they travel to, the Lakers have fans that show up at the games. So Orlando's folks decided to have some fun with them. And on the, you know, the, I don't know, the Videotron or whatever they call it on the scoreboard, they would put a picture of a Laker fan wearing a jersey. They put that up on the screen. And then with the caption... They'd call them, they'd say, Lakers bandwagon fan. And then they'd say something like, he's, a, he's been a Laker fan. He's been a, um, a fan of the Magic during the time LeBron was there, during the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers during the time LeBron was there, and during the Lakers since LeBron's been there. So they did that to about five people. They clowned. And there was some a little bit, just a small bit of backlash today on uh, Twitter about, you know, these people paid for seats. How could you, you know, uh, make, embarrass them when they came in the ring? You know, I think it was in good fun. But it shows you what kind of uh, reaction people are having to LeBron uh, once he goes on his first road trips this season. Just I think it's it great. Up. I think it's great. You know, because to be a Laker fan, it's like privilege. Sure it is. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, it's just like they should take that with stride. Yes. It's just like going in Boston and, you know, everyone saying beat L.A. Yeah. Most white people. But, you know, just beat L.A. Mm. Beat L.A. You know, and that was serious back in the day. Yeah. You know, all the blacks and the whites, you know, it was segregation back then. Mm-hmm. When Magic versus Bird, I love Bird. That, the, I that, love I love Larry Bird, you know, but it was just how it was. I, I was and a Magic Celtic, talked I grew up about Celtic it. fan. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, the NBA, in my opinion, was never more fun than the 1980s. Sure. With the, the whole Magic Bird dynamic. I mean, I, it's you almost can't repeat that. It was a different time. There was a little bit of a racial element to it. Um, it was East Coast versus West Coast. Um, they were definitely the two best teams in the league. 
And then um, you you didn't have nowadays where all the the players they all know each other they all you know go on banana boat rides together on the weekends and, and whatnot <laughs> you know Bird and Magic wanted to fucking kill each other yeah you know I mean they're friends now but they they wanted to get on the court and they wanted to kill each other and you know you throw Isaiah Thomas in that mix and a couple sure. other guys it it made for a fun league but basketball has never been better than it is right now today I mean mm, yeah, it's it never has. been better yeah it has too many threes. Well, you know why there's too many threes is because there's a zillion guys who can shoot that deadly accurate. 1980, they couldn't. Yeah, but I like Larry to see, Bird took like two three pointers a game, and I he like, was one of the best in the game. But there's no like artistry to that. Let's let's run a play. Let's run a play and get somebody open. What they need then, to do, yeah. what they need to do to improve the NBA to account for how much the talent has improved mm-hmm. is to back that three point line up about five feet. Then, yeah, then people would start going. Yeah, I, I I'd be down with that. Yeah, because. Uh, it it's tough watching a game. People are just jerking up thirty threes a game. Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, it's like I said, it was more fun to watch in the eighties. Yes, I think that the talent levels. Oh, the talent level. Yeah, right I mean, seven footers are shooting threes and dunking and dribbling the seven ball. Seven footers. Are, yeah, I mean, you got yeah. guys like LeBron and and Blake Griffin and. Um, Durant bringing the ball up the court, setting up the offense. These guys are six foot ten, seven foot monsters. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, this is not a sports podcast. No, but we what are you we at? No, I was saying. What anything else? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, okay. maybe not. Okay, let's talk about Thanksgiving, folks. It's coming up. It's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, people. Um, you know, I think it's a good time to ask. Like, you know, we do the thing where. You do a cracker asking a black guy a question that he's always want to know. Mm-hmm. Let's do a black guy asking a cracker a question. Okay. Ah! Explain a redneck thing to a black guy? That's even better. New segment? All New right. segment. All right. So Shoot. this is my thing. My question. Mm-hmm. Okay, Thanksgiving. It's a time of food, fun, family, the whole thing. The food is the most important part. Why don't white people put season on their food? Or enough seasoning, I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Because straight up, that's that that would be like me asking why why do black guys <laughs> only drink Kool Aid? Yeah, that's a fallacy. That white I bring in bring in the spiciest fucking pepper you can get your hands on, and we'll all eat it, and we'll see who's crying first. Okay, maybe it's a farce, but the food I've tasted. It's British sometime. people, British yeah. people, yeah, true. Okay, okay, British people. All right, white Italians love spicy food. We love spicy food. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just not true. The the French, yeah, mm-hmm. but um. It's not true. It's just a stereotype. I got a question for Jay Maddie. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Jay Maddie, do you love sweet potato pie? Oh, I love sweet love potato pie. Pumpkin pie. I love them both. Yeah, okay. I love both. them both. To me, usually, I, it's a difference. Like I can't ever tell the difference. Whites love pumpkin pie. I grew mm. up with pumpkin pie. Yeah, I didn't have sweet potato pie until I came out here. Yeah. But yeah, they're pretty close. They're very they're close. close. I, do you I, love I, monkey bread? Monkey bread. Yeah, be careful how you answer that. that. <laughs> no, it really is monkey bread. Well, I'm gonna have is, to get is that like bread pudding? Is that like no, bread pudding? It's, it's a good, no. excellent bread. It's, it's like, like Hawaiian bread. You know how yeah, that's what it is. Hawaiian rolls, yeah, yeah, Hawaiian yeah. bread. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like it's better. It's like a black name, yeah, okay. black form. And they yeah. call it monkey bread. Monkey it's, bread. And it looks like a. It sprouts out like a um like a like broccoli. It kind of okay. has a bread that. Sort I don't know. I don't know. I've had it. I'm gonna buy you guys loaf. Remember? Yeah, you got. I got one coming. And so I'm going to buy you guys, lo- I'm going to buy Jay Maddie a loaf, you a loaf, so mm-hmm. put it up in the microwave. All right, so let, let's educate one another. So what is sure. the, what is the the urban black Thanksgiving look like? Oh, God. What's on oh, the table? Ham. Think, uh, you got to have your ham turkey. in Turkey. You got to have your turkey. You got to have your black eyed peas. Black if, eyed if you're getting peas. real, like if you're getting real. Collard like, greens. Your greens with yep. your black eyed peas. Candy yams with the hard yam. sugar. And then what you do is you have all of it kind of touch each other on your plate. So oh, you're yeah. getting you're getting a taste of everything. Yeah. yeah. Cornbread dressing. Your your mac and cheese has to be right. Oh. Mac and cheese. And different then, cheeses. And then not only that, your potato salad. And that's the thing. My me with potato salad, I don't just eat anybody's potato uh, salad. I can't eat it. I gotta eat the potato salad and it has to be you gotta put a little mustard in there. Yep. Gotta have I don't necessarily I'm care for the it. eggs in there, but okay, if you throw an egg in there, that's fine. But it has to have a little crunch with the relish, a little yep, relish in hell there. Hell yeah! And the potatoes have to be fresh, and they can't. The potatoes can't be too bitey, and I don't want them too softy. They got to be right in between. But that's that's really your potato salad. Matter of fact, there's, there's your a turkey, lot of mayonnaise and potatoes. Hey, salad. look, yeah, you need hey, that. Hey, yeah, I, I can't. You do your that. turkey needs to be deep fried. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. how we do it. That's Go with the deep fried turkey. Don't. Yep. But listen, folks, don't kill yourselves deep frying a turkey. Please follow all the rules. Every year after Thanksgiving, somebody sets a house on fire or themselves on fire or a kid here, on let fire. Let me tell you how we do it Whatever. in, in uh, redneck territory. Have at it. So this probably isn't all rednecks, just my redneck family. Sure. My brothers, for as long as uh, 
at least a decade now, we've been gathering in the backyard, and my one brother, we're calling Boom Boom. Okay, Boom Boom. Reveal his real name. He -hmm. likes to go out there, and we're talking Pennsylvania in November, where it's like, you know, freeze your balls cold. Sure. He goes out there, and he wears an apron and nothing else. (laughs) Nice. And her take a six-pack of beer, and her deep-fry that turkey in the backyard by himself while we all stand around, shooting hoops, drinking beer, Mm -hmm. naked. That's a that's our, like our Thanksgiving that. tradition. That's cool. Yeah, it's a, you know it's a tradition. Yeah, don't, yeah isn't there shrinkage cool. with the is everyone? Is well, he doesn't have a whole lot to shrink in the first place, <laughs> but yeah, there is shrinkage. Absolutely, there are shrinkage. That's terrible. But I mean, from what you you said, what you got? I mean, other than, we don't we don't do the um, black eyed peas. You need that. Gotta we have gotta it. have black eyed gotta peas. Have it. And we don't with do the ham. Pops. And we don't do the uh, the what do you call it? Collard greens. Yes. Oh, you need the greens. We don't do those. Other than that, vinegar on them. No, nah, we oh, do man. broccoli. You do cornbread dressing. We do cornbread. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm all about the mashed potatoes. My my plate's like 50 percent mashed. Uh, they potatoes. might make it. I yeah. want the ham and the turkey, the mashed potatoes, and I mix it all up. You need yeah. the monkey bread. Gotta get some monkey. Blacks bread. love monkey bread. Yes. I'm not even gonna say that sounds. Don't do it. It's, it's no. But I'm <laughs> gonna send you a loaf of monkey bread. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You could eat it. Don't say it. All right. Yeah. Matter of fact, I go pick them up tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Or a loaf. It is that time of year. No, but yeah, the, you gotta have you gotta have your black eyed peas. But anyway, that's that's what Thanksgiving. What I feel like, and maybe it is a myth that white people don't season their food. That is a myth. Okay, we'll let that be a myth. But I, I have tasted examples, and I've been like, wow, there's no seasoning on this food. So anyway, judge, judge for yourself, folks, when you're out there Thanksgiving. And you can't eat anybody's potato salad, okay? That's number one. Or meatloaf. Or meatloaf. Yeah, that's, that's got to be very, like, that's like your mom's meatloaf. Oh, hey, I had one more news item. Sure. I mean, we got time, right? Yeah. So Victoria's Secret is catching shit mm-hmm. now because they don't have trans models in their shows. Sure, yeah. How do you feel about that? Well... It, the guy explained it, and he was a little hard explaining it, but what it basically came down to is that they don't market to, though, they don't, well, and I don't know how you pick who you market to, which is kind of, that. that's the the one glitch in his statement. But when he was talking about, he was talking about plus size at first, and he says, well, we don't market to plus size women. Okay, I can get that. I don't understand how you, what marketing to a trans woman is versus marketing to a woman. I don't understand how you can make that difference, but... That's just, my, yeah. Know, yeah. I, I appreciate his effort at an answer, but I just call bullshit on the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. why do we need fucking trans models? What you're doing up there is is you're celebrating the beauty of a woman. Sure. That's what the whole thing is about, mm-hmm. right? I, I believe in, in equal opportunity for yeah. everybody. Yeah. I think that's a good premise for society. Equal mm-hmm. opportunity for all people. Yeah. A trans woman has equal opportunity to sure. get that job if she's if she more sexually attractive exactly. than those other models. Uh, absolutely. And that goes to the fat girls, too. The fat girls are upset that they're not included. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, because you're not as pretty, and that's what this show is about. <laughs> I, I think it's getting ridiculous in this world where we're confusing equal opportunity mm-hmm. with equal representation. Yeah. They're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that's the, we're sitting here we're watching the the football game. And we're talking about basketball early. No, that's the great thing about sports is it's really the last bastion of society where it's merit based. Yeah, everybody has equal opportunity. Except, I I grew up. I wanted, except Kaepernick. Well, okay. <laughs> I grew up wanting to be an NBA basketball player. Sure. And that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen because I'm not tall enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not fast enough. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't see what would happen if I'd go on Twitter and I'd start complaining to the NBA. There's not enough representation of short white guys who can't run very fast in the NBA. Mm, they tell you to go play for Utah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't right. idolize OJ? Did what? Did, did you idolize OJ when you were growing up? OJ Simpson? Yeah. What? what, what? <laughs> I was just Are you even listening to what we're talking about? I was just curious. No? I'll just ask a question. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Anyway, yeah. th- I mean, e- he, that threw me off. Yeah, equal did. opportunity is yeah. not equal representation, you know? Sure. And, and we're getting crazy with it. Like, the the left is celebrating the fact that all these representat- representatives got voted in who are mm-hmm. minority or gay or female. And that's great that those people have representation. Sure. And it's great if, if the people who got elected 
deserve to be elected, mm-hmm. like they're going to be good politicians. But it's I don't think it's a good thing to celebrate just because a gay mm-hmm. guy got in there. Yeah. No, I mean the Does thing this is, gay guy have ideas. It's it's exciting because it's diversity. But at the at the end of the day, they're going to be measured by the same thing everybody else is measured by is what did they get done yes. in their merit? Term. Yeah, merit. Yeah, we need to and get then, back to a, yeah. a merit based society, and hopefully voters will act accordingly based on you know whatever. But no, I I get what he was saying. He said you know the one, when he was talking about the plus size models, I got that. He's saying we don't market to them. This is not a line for oh, he them. He said that about plus side models. That's what he said. Good for him for I, pushing back I get a little that. bit. Good for him. I don't get because I think he mixed in the transgender models and it said basically we don't model we don't market to them either. I think I may be wrong, but I, I don't get the transgender thing because, like you said, if if they show up and the clothes fit on them a, a, in a great way or whatever they're looking for, if they fit that criteria, then they'd hire them. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, it's going to be hard to. To hide the the horn, as dog calls it, <laughs> when you're strutting out there in those little panties. But you know, I'm, they could tape it up or whatever. Sure, some little, of them cut the horn off, though. That's yeah, true. That's true. That's true. And here's what Victoria's Secret should really be concerned about. This is what concerns me about that whole show. Mm-hmm. Some of those girls are 15, 16 years old, and this bothers me mm-hmm. because if if I'm watching that, are they I'm that look- young? Really? Yes. Oh, wow. If I'm watching that, yeah. and my wife loves that show, so I see it every year. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at. I'm looking at those girls and I'm looking them, I'm sexually objectifying them because that's how they're being presented to me. Mm-hmm. They're coming out in lingerie, they're walking in a sexy, sexy way. Sure. They're being presented, they're, they're, they're using 15 and 16 year old girls to sell the concept of sex to adults. Yes. And that's fucked up. It is. If it's, if it's not legal to sleep with a minor, and it should not be, definitely, mm-hmm. it should not be legal to use a minor to sell sex. Yeah, but they, I mean, and I'm not excusing it, they do it all the time. Yeah, and it shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, look at, look at Britney Spears and everyone exactly. who talks about exactly. that, that that first video yeah. with her in the damn uh, school, yep. school uniform. 17 years old. She's not 16, le- anywhere maybe. close to being legal yet. No. And uh, Jeannie in the Bottle with Christine Aguilera, she's sashaying and shit and everything yeah, and else. that girl I brought up a few weeks ago, BB, or not Same, BB, yeah. uh, Bad Baby. Ba- yeah. Same thing. She's 15 or whatever. Um, but they do it. I mean, men, you know, I mean, our basic male baseline level is to be attracted to a woman sexually when we see tits and ass. That's it. That's, that's our, all it takes. That's just instinct. That's all it takes. That's instinct. Sapphire. That's telling, sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> that's telling our, our brains or telling our bodies, get the semen machine cranked up, we're sure. going to go make some babies. Yeah. That's literally what's happening inside our bodies. Mm-hmm. So when you put out a little girl, and that's what they are, they're, li- they're children out there with her tits and ass mm-hmm. out, and you're accentuating, accentuating that and telling her to strut down the, the runway in a very sexy way, you're sending that message out there to 150 million American men. Yeah. And that's It's immoral. Up. It is immoral. Yes. Like, on, on its face. Totally immoral. But they right. do it. Glad I got that ran out. Good. I, I didn't grow up on O.J. Simpson. Why, why do you ask? I got to no, know I why. Asked, I know you just asked. Why? If you were a big fan of him. I was just is curious. Is there a punchline? <laughs> no, I was just curious if you, you, know, okay. if you liked O.J. when you were growing up. I, I didn't. I mean, he was before my time. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was finishing when we were probably, because we were all the same age, just yeah. about. Um, yeah, he was, fin- he was wrapping up. He Wasn't was a- 72 the year he set the record? Something like that. Like yeah, and we were being, yeah, yeah. being born around that time. So, yeah. Yeah, OJ. Well, the juice is loose. If nothing else, we got an OJ reference in the show. Yeah. You know, we'll just yeah. hashtag OJ. And a Sapphire reference. And a Sapphire. Hashtag OJ. Hashtag looking for the other killer. Hashtag, or sorry, looking for the real killer. Speaking of killers, have you guys watched any of these killer shows on Netflix? The oh, Up the Staircase? No, no, no. no. Uh, oh, the Staircase. Making yeah, a Murderer? No. You know, that, that Staircase, it was so interesting because due to the simple fact, it happened twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it happened know, twice? I didn't make it that far. Damn, you just like, ruined it. It was like 10 or 50. Oh, you didn't make it. Okay. Well, it was just like. It was interesting. So he, you he, need to check it out. He had two wives die from falling well, down Well, not wives, a friend. Oh. Hmm. Another friend died before. That's like that making a murderer or the guy uh, yeah, but so got put away twice. Was, yeah, so much blood you seen was that one? splattered. I've heard about that yeah. one. Yeah. It was, Freaky. you know, just keep watching it. it, it it's really good. So, yeah. so really dog, interesting. Why were you watching it? Were you getting ideas? No. <laughs> hey, hey, dog, <laughs> I got a question. Yeah. Are you an OJ fan growing up? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. The juice is loose, man. <laughs> 
All right. OJ, Take it home. OJ fam, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. Till to this dad. day. <laughs> to the dad presents. We hope uh, you enjoy it. We hope we offered some guidance, some knowledge. Ben Lee next week, people. Get ready. Very excited about Ben Lee coming into the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You get to hear him. No fuzzy uh, sort of FaceTime interview. Right here. He'll be sitting right here, inches away from us. Maddie's excited. Dog is excited. I'm excited. Everybody will be here. Woo! Tune in next week. Anyway, we're parting right now. Our email information. Jay Maddie, take it. Facebook.com slash the dad presents. That's it. All good. Same on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Any parting words, doggy? Man, just catch me at Sapphire, man. Um Come on, man. Sometime it's a early holiday. Next year. You're not going to be there. No, sometime early next year in January. All right. He'll, he'll be know, at Sapphire. I think we're going to get a podcast out there. Yeah. I'm working on that now. At, at, Sapphire. at Sapphire. At Sapphire. That's going to be the most useless right. podcast ever. But anyway, you guys, be good to your children. Happy Thanksgiving. To, yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Be good to yourselves. Be good to your children. Love one another. Enjoy the holidays, folks. We'll be back next week. Thank you.